Hello and welcome back to Showing Up with Maria. This is my podcast that I do alongside my coaching, which is more movement coaching. And you have just me today, no guest, me on my own. And I have been putting off recording this. I'm not going to lie. I am on my sixth day in quarantine. I'm currently in Jakarta. Um, And previous to this, I did 10 days in an isolation facility in Dubai. So I have been on my own a lot and I don't really trust myself or what I'm gonna say because the crazy thoughts are real. They have been there, but (laughs) I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna do the podcast. Hopefully I'll make some sort of sense. I did have a question from one of the women that are doing the showing up program with me, which is my six week online program. Um, And I thought it'd be a great discussion point for the podcast because what she asked is she had a friend's birthday coming up and she was unsure whether to go or not to this social event because she's working towards a specific fitness goal. Um, And it's something that I have, had questions about in the past it's something that I talk to people about often and I think it's really it's just such an important topic because when we are working towards a health or fitness goal there are going to be choices that we have to make okay you are gonna going to have to make choices that align more with your goal and your values so you may decide to not go out and get off your face one weekend because you know you're going to end up in a kebab shop and etc etc that doesn't align with your goals but we don't want to be doing that all the time we don't want to be avoiding social occasions that bring us joy times with our friends we don't what is the point in working towards a fitness goal or a weight loss goal if we just stay at home all the time avoiding everything and anything just to make sure that we're perfect on plan you are never going to be perfect on plan and perfect on plan isn't the point of this. We don't want to be on a plan. We want to build a lifestyle that allows us to thrive so that we can go out in these social occasions, have fun and still work towards our goal. And I promise you, you can do both. You just have to take a moment. (laughs) And I think the first thing to do is to identify your values. Now, social health is really important. How our time with our friends, our family, I personally, my relationships is one of my, is up there with my key three values in life. Like my relationships are so important. So for me personally, I don't want to be not having that connection time with my friends and my family because I'm dieting and a lot of you might be in the same place again some of you might feel like you know what for this next x amount of weeks it's really important for me to hit this goal so I'm I'm okay with missing out on social occasions again that is fine the problem is when we don't want to miss things and we feel like we have to because we have to choose between one or the other So have a little think about your values, what is important to you. I think that's a really good place to start when we're working towards any goal. This is also something that I touched on. Alice touched on it last week in the podcast. So I'll link that podcast, but you can go back and listen to that goal setting one because that can be really helpful too. Um, 
I wanted to give some practical tips and advice for when you do have an evening out planned or a celebration. Now, one of the main or the, yeah, the main mistake I see people make, and I myself have personally made this mistake so many times throughout the years, especially in my 20s when my relationship with food wasn't great, my knowledge on nutrition was shit <laughs> to say the least like I have done it I have been there the whole no carbs this makes you fat no sugar um all of it I've done it all so I get it I would I have been there um but it's when you have a night out and what you do is you don't eat enough throughout the day in anticipation for this night out don't do that. We don't want to do that. I want you to eat in the day exactly as you would if, it's, if it was any other day of the week. Have your breakfast, have your lunch, make sure you're having protein, carbs, fats with your meals. Have an extra protein shake because then by the time you get out and you're sitting there and you're about to order your food, you're not so hungry and lightheaded and just that you order everything on that menu, okay? You can be calmer about it you're in a better place so that is just a really practical great tip to 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 implement um secondly keep your activity levels the same activity levels the same walk throughout the day get outside do everything as you normally would and then remember that one meal is not going to change your your process like it's not going to affect your goal really like no one it's not that one meal that I don't want to say off plan because I hate the idea that anyone would think that they're on plan. This is a lifestyle, but it's not the one meal. I'm going to use it for now that throws you off plan. It's your feelings towards that meal. It's your thoughts about yourself because you have that meal. So let me explain this a bit, a bit further. So there was a time in my life where I believe certain foods were bad and I thought I was a failure because I couldn't eat clean and I couldn't do what it was telling me in the magazines and I thought there was something wrong with me so I would go out I would order everything on the menu because I was letting myself have this food that I would normally restrict and told myself it was bad so I would have the burger with the chips with the starter with the chocolate cake all of this stuff because it was so forbidden to me, because I believed that it was bad, which I hope you're getting from learning from me that none of that food is bad. Um, but because I believed it was, and I believed I was a bad person and I was failing somehow because I'd done it, I would then have this attitude of, oh, I have fucked it. Like I am, I have ruined it. And because of that, I wouldn't just stop at that one meal. Okay. I would then take that feeling of, I suppose in a way it was like hatred towards myself, shame for having eaten to the point where I felt sick. Even when I knew I was full, I would keep eating because no, I'd, I've said that I was going to let myself have this meal tonight. So I'm going to finish all of it. And then tomorrow I'll never eat this food again. All of these, all of these thoughts that we have, and then the next morning I would wake up, I would feel so bad about myself because I'd like ruined, so to speak, my diet or whatever on the Friday night or the Saturday night. And then the next day I would continue to eat the foods that I thought were bad because I felt bad about myself. 
and I had such an emotional attachment to the food. Now, where we want to get to is a place where we understand truly that what you eat is no reflection of you as a person. There are no bad foods. You are not a failure for wanting to eat a chocolate cake just because you grew up reading magazines telling you that, you know, you're lazy or you're greedy if you eat that because that stuff is so bad or whatever. No, it's not. That is not the case. But so once we work on that and our attitude towards foods and we break break all that down, get rid of all those thoughts. And it takes time, but once we do, and we can just see food for what it is, we are able to then go out and pick what we want on the menu. And it hasn't got that forbidden element to it. So because you understand pizza isn't bad, you can have pizza whenever you like. It's just, you don't, you know, you, you, you're choosing not to have it right now, maybe because you have, say, you've got a fat loss goal, so you don't have it every night of the week, but you understand that pizza's not bad. So you might go out, order yourself a pizza. You have no emotional attachment to that. Imagine how amazing that would feel. And you eat the pizza. You might not even finish the pizza. You have a few slices left. Have a doggy bag. I remember a time I never had a doggy bag. Like people that had doggy bags to me were like a different breed because I would just inhale that pizza and now I mean the last time I went out for pizza I actually did have a doggy bag like and it is the best feeling to be like you know I'm done I'll take this and I'll have it the next day and I had it the next day it's all these it's all these little things that you might not even realize that you're doing because you've done them for so long but when you start to identify them you can step back and just think wow (laughs) like there's there is such a better way here um once you detach all the those emotions to your food choices so yeah say you have that different approach you have the food you leave a few slices of pizza you can have a dessert if you want a dessert but you might not even want one because you know ice cream isn't the devil and you're not bad for having ice cream again you haven't got that emotional attachment so you don't go crazy and eat you know everything on the menu um but this takes work and this takes time, okay? Um, Practically speaking, again, if you are working towards a fat loss goal, you may decide to put some guidelines in place when you go out. So you may decide like, I really love desserts and I'm not that bothered about having a starter. So for me, I am going to have a dessert tonight because I want to have one, but I'm not gonna have the starter. So you might decide to do that. So you're not having the three courses or you might choose to opt for uh, lower calorie alcohol drinks. As an example, have gin and slimline tonic or um, vodka tonic, vodka diet coke, um, instead of having wine or beer or anything like that. Um, So there are things we can do practically that will help you maintain your deficit while you're eating out. But I just really wanted to just share those stories about things that I've done in the past in the hope that if you relate, you can start thinking about what is your emotional attachment to food and where, what do you do when you eat out and how can you make that a more enjoyable experience for you and for you to realize that you can include that in your, in, in your life. Of course you can. While we're working towards goals, it's not one or the other. We can do both. We just have to be mindful about it. So yes, that is my little two pence on that. Although I think it was definitely more than two pence. Um, 
of my rambling. So yeah. Um, the second thing, or just another thing I wanted to touch on um, in this podcast, I mean, we're what, what is the date today? 16th? The 16th of January. Now, if your New Year's resolutions or whatever it is you're working towards has not gone to plan in the last 16 days, I am with you. <laughs> My January so far has been insane. Um, and it's really easy to get to this point in the month. And if things haven't gone well to think I've ruined it, what's the point? And to throw the towel in. The thing is, it doesn't matter that it's January. It doesn't matter like what month it is, what day of the week. You can always make changes and things are always going to come up. And how you start something does not determine how you're going to finish it. So if you started with the best intentions and life has got in the way and thrown you a few curveballs and you've now got off track, so to speak, just there is no track. Life is the track <laughs> and it twists and it turns and it goes up and it goes down. And at any point, you are one choice away from getting yourself back in alignment and back working towards those goals. So if things haven't gone to plan, please do not stress about that. Um, we're just going to start again, basically. I had to pause that. <laughs> I was trying so hard to ignore the doorbell in the hotel, but good job I answered it because it was my second PCR test. Um, and they just shoved that so far up my nose. I can't even, oh, that feels horrible. But I'm back. I've lost my train of thought. I think it was along the lines of if your January hasn't gone well, don't stress. And for context, mine hasn't gone right, hasn't gone right at all, which is why I just had another PCR test because um, I tested positive for COVID on Christmas Day. And on Christmas Day, I should have been flying to Jakarta and then I couldn't and ended up in this ice, blah, blah, blah. It was all a big mess. So I'm with you if your year hasn't gone to plan. I feel you. It's fine. We can start again at any moment. You are one choice away from getting yourself back where you want to be. So I just wanted to say that because there's all this pressure with a new year to start again and, and be this new person or whatever it is. And I do think it's a great time. Anytime that encourages people to make healthy changes towards their lifestyle, then I am all for it because I just want everyone to be healthier and happier. But at the same time, it's just a month like any other month. So please don't stress. You've got this. If it hasn't gone to plan up to now, if it hasn't been perfect, we don't want perfection. We just want progress. So let's just aim to be a little bit better tomorrow, just 1% better each day, and slowly we will get there. But yes, I hope you found this useful. I don't think I actually sounded too crazy considering all the quarantine, but I don't know. Maybe you have different ideas, but I will be back with another episode next week. And I do have some really some guests lined up to come on, which I'm really excited about because I just they're all people that I love that I've learned from. And I think I just want to share. I want them to share their message so we can help as many people as possible. So I will be back soon, hopefully with a guest. And yeah, have a great week, guys. Bye.